1: What is up, Nets fans? Welcome to the Brooklyn Buzz. I'm Nick Faye hitting with a solo recap of the Nets win over the Rockets 118.96. Another 30 piece from Mikel Bridges. We're going to jump in that in plenty more. Make sure you check the buzz on all streaming platforms. Also, give us a follow on Instagram at Brooklyn Buzz Pod. But, you know, three straight wins for this team after a really tough stretch. It's nice to see them take care of business. Obviously, blew out the Hornets Sunday night, had that crazy comeback Friday night against the Celtics, and tonight. You know, not the prettiest first half, but a dominant second half led to an easy win against the Houston Rockets. And big, big uh, part of that was Mikel Bridges, who finished with 30 points, 9 of 20 from the field, 4 of 10 from 3, 8 of 8 from the free throw line, 5 assists, 1 steal, 2 blocks, 1 turnover, plus 11 in this one, also set NBA history, first player in NBA history, to average 25 points a game on shooting splits of 50-40-90 in his first 10 games on a new team. So, Mikel really ascending. Obviously, we know about his play, you know, the final stretch with Phoenix, but he's really just taking his game to a new level with the Nets, and it's almost like we see a little bit of a new wrinkle every game. And I think in this one, we start to see... More of the potential he has in the pick and roll, you know, finding some chemistry with Nicholas Claxton. We've talked about it in the past, you know, some of the drop off passes. But tonight we saw them uh, connect on two lobs, and him just understanding now teams might start playing him differently, especially if he's becoming this level of an efficient go to scorer for this Nets team. And he didn't necessarily even have his best shooting knife, but still found a way to drop 30 on decent numbers. Obviously, you're never going to complain about 40 40% from three but 45% from the field and got to the line eight times. He's just understanding how to score, looking really comfortable getting to his spots. As Claxton mentioned in his post-game interview, you know, he looks poised. He looks like a guy that has experience and has been doing this his entire NBA career. And even Claxton mentioned, you know, there could be more room for opportunity for Mikael Bridges to take his game to the next level. So really happy with the progress he's had as a Brooklyn Net. And it's only going to get better. I think even for himself he could be more aggressive in calling for the ball a little bit more. You know, I think Jacques Vaughn could probably be even a little bit of a micromanager from the sideline, making sure, you know – plays are being called that generate touches for him. And I don't mean that Mikel Bridges has to, you know, finish every possession for the Nets, but it, it definitely benefits the team if he touches the ball at least one time because we're also starting to see teams just play him differently. You know, we saw in this game he was getting trapped. He was getting double teamed. He was getting eyes of multiple rocket defenders. And obviously Houston, the worst team in the league and one of the worst defenses in the league, but still it's those reps and that potential in, You know, when he's getting to the mid-range, as we've talked about over the course of the last month, he just looks really comfortable shooting over guys. When he has that little bit of space given his, you know, release point, his arm length, the way that he dips when he shoots, it just gives him that opportunity to rise and feel confident and comfortable that his shot's not going to be blocked. And we saw that tonight and uh, you know, a couple of times guys tried to block that shot, led to him getting to the free throw line. You know, I think an area where he also could probably expand a little bit more moving forward is almost playing off of that mid-range and short range and getting more touches at the rim you know using you know some footwork some pivots to really get downhill a little bit more just you know use that length to get some of those scoop laps in there similar to what we've seen spencer doing what he do in the past so but again mikhail's in a new role and already showcasing so much expansion it gives you a lot of confidence in potentially what he can do moving forward and you know how high is his ceiling i think as jack's men jack's mentioned i've mentioned it kind of changes every week. You know, it seems to rise a little bit more because he's just showing a little bit more in a different area. And again, the the three off the dribble is always going to be something that's very interesting. As I've mentioned, you know, after that Celtics game, that's a true ceiling razor because that just puts a different level of pressure on the defense in terms of how aggressive they have to be with you with the ball in your hands. And Mikel has looked very comfortable in continuing to hit that shot, you know, maybe get that volume up so he can really get a true taste of what that can be. But Again, could not be happier with his performance as a Brooklyn Nets so far. far. And I think he's surprised myself and a lot of Nets fans in terms of the return for Kevin Durant. You know, he wasn't necessarily the number one choice for maybe anyone, but he's looking like he could really turn into a great player for this Nets team. You know, I don't know if he can ever become a number one option, but He's looking like a very, very good number two option if he continues to expand his game and grow at the rate we've seen him grow in these first couple weeks in Brooklyn. So see how that plays out, especially with some better competition. Obviously, the Bucks coming up, some tough matchups with uh, Denver in the coming week. So McHale going to be tested and also better teams and better defensive teams are going to have more answers and he's going to have, you know, more more film on his game, and teams are going to look to slow him down, and he's going to have to adjust and counter. Like I mentioned, tonight he found ways to do that. It was the Houston Rockets. How's that going to be against the Bucks and Giannis and Brooke Lopez and some other really good defenders in that team? We'll wait and see. But talking about great defenders, Nicholas Claxton was awesome tonight. Probably his best game post-All-Star break. Maybe his best game in a month. We saw Clax finish with 18 points, 8 of 9 from the field, 2 of 5 from the free throw line, 13 rebounds, 1 offensive, 1 assist, 1 steal, 4 blocks, 2 turnovers, and a team high plus 23. Clax was just playing with that energy and impact we saw a lot you know, earlier in the season, especially during you know January and December when the Nets were starting to really hit their peak. I think he looks a little bit more recharged, and as he mentioned in his post-game interview, Starting to find his, you know, role and some rhythm with this new group, this new Nets team. As I mentioned, Mikel found him a couple times. Spencer still can't find him for an oop properly. But you also saw Klax create a little bit on his own. You know, the fake dribble handoff, taking it coast-to-coast in transition, uh, using his athleticism to attack the rim, and also his body control and flexibility to get some really good opportunities and something I'd probably like to see more of. You know, nine attempts, eight of nine tonight, obviously – the Rockets, not great, not great rim protection in there either, but still, I think there'll be opportunities for Clax to have more of a scoring impact than he's had the last few weeks and defensively dominant in this game. You know, he got posterized two times by Jalen Green, who's an elite athlete by NBA standards and, you know, Sangoon Shangun got him a couple times with post moves, but his impact defensively was still felt in so many ways in the ways he was blocking shots, impacting at the rim, also using his length to disrupt a couple passes. And on the boards, he's starting to really just attack the ball at different points at the highest peak. And that's that's really progress for him as a rebounder because he's never going to physically out guys. It's always going to be about using that athleticism to rise above and snatch it out of the air. And we saw that tonight and we've seen that over the course of the last few weeks. Moving over to another net who's, you know, I think getting a lot of hot and cold reactions on Twitter, and that's Spencer Dinwiddie, finished with 23 points, 8 of 16 from the field, 3 of 7 from 3, 4 of 4 from the free throw line, 1 rebound, 4 assists, 1 block, 2 turnovers, plus 3 in this one. I think a lot of the frustration with Spencer is, you know, he has a tendency to over-dribble the basketball and not necessarily get everyone involved, not necessarily always get Mikel the touches he needs, or settles for threes. But in the second half, in that third quarter, we saw him really get downhill and attack because nobody on this Rockets team could contain him. You know, he's a a really good player when he gets downhill and he looks to score the basketball and not just draw contact. When he's doing that, the free throws do come. You know, not great tonight and probably could have got a couple more, but we know his relationship with the refs, Isn't great, but overall, you know, did what the Nets needed him to do. Finished with 23 points, probably could have had a couple more assists. And I think that's going to be the challenge for him moving forward is balancing his role. And it is a little bit more difficult than it seems from the outside, given the Nets lack those go to scores or guys that can really create on their own. And I think Spencer's trying to find that balance of attacking and, you know, setting up his teammates. And I think right now, it needs to lean a little bit more towards setting up his teammates, especially early in the game. But as it progresses, you know, picks his pick his moments and you know, keep keep the team in the game. You know, I, he did that too in the first quarter. I think guys were cold, and Spencer hit a couple big shots in that one as well. So again, it's really just kind of finding that balance, and it can be tough, especially when you're the only real point guard on this team. You know, there is no other real backup point guard that has the the full skill set that Spencer doing what he has so finding his balance and understanding what he can do and how he can make his teammates better is going to be huge for the Nets to finish out the rest of the year and potentially in the postseason moving over to Cam Johnson who did have a rough game only played about 24 minutes in this one finished with eight points two of nine from the field two of six from three two of four from the free throw line two rebounds three assists two steals I was plus 18 though in this one you know Still made good basketball plays out there. It's just his shooting has been super inconsistent since joining the Nets. A lot of hot and cold. And some of that just has to do with him finding his rhythm and getting more confident in his spots in an expanded role. You know, Obviously, with Phoenix, he was not creating as much on his own, probably not pulling up as much off the dribble. Now he's doing a little bit different things. And I think just that next level of polish to his offensive game as a shooter and scorer could take him to that next level because you see glimpses you see there's nights where he can drop 25 or 30 points and there's nights where he looks like this and he's missing a lot of shots that he just typically makes and talking about a guy who's missed a lot of shots that he has made over the course of his career uh dorian finney smith finished with two points in this one one of six in the field oh a five from three two rebounds three assists two steals Uh, did also have two turnovers and dfs is just struggling from three and that's obviously his most impactful offensive skill wasn't necessarily having his best season in Dallas, and has really, really struggled in Brooklyn, other than essentially that uh, that Boston game. So we'll see how that goes moving forward. Obviously, still doing good things defensively, playing with great energy. Uh, we just would like to see that three-point shooting improve because it's going to become a shot that teams are willing to give up. You know, so you saw at different points tonight that was the shot the Rockets are willing to give up. He wasn't able to capitalize and that's going to be a balance for Jacques Vaughn is, you know, giving DFS minutes or is it going with Royce O'Neal who Royce O'Neill had one of his better nights, you know, finished with 11 points, plus 21, three of six in the field, two of four from three, three of four from the free throw line, 11 rebounds, three assists, two steals, um, and zero turnovers. I think, as I mentioned on Twitter, Royce always looks better in games. He looks comfortable handling the basketball and, the problem with that is he doesn't look comfortable handling the basketball against elite teams. You know, against really good defenses he struggles, but against bad teams he can get to the rim. He can create a little bit, but it's kind of almost fool's, fool's gold because he's not going to be able to do that against you know teams with good perimeter defenders. They're just going to shut him down and prevent him from getting to the spots he got to tonight. But in nights like this, he can play a big role. And uh, in some of those other matchups, he can pl- he can have an impact. It just isn't as great as nights that he can handle the basketball. And he was part of that second unit in the second quarter that really helped give the Nets a surge. And he was just playing overall basketball. And I love the 11 board just the activity there and he's been you know just a good professional to have on this team a good guy to bring off the bench and you know what you're getting with him you know it's gonna there's gonna be inconsistent shooting nights but he's gonna go out there and play with good effort getting to uh Noel you know first in as a Brooklyn net played 18 minutes in this one 101 from the field three rebounds finished with two points did have three turnovers and five fouls I think you saw what Noel can do You know, in terms of some of the pros to his game, his athleticism, his length, his activity, um, made a couple good reads defensively, but also you saw some of the rust. You know, somebody who has not played very much at all this season, you know, a couple of fumbles on passes or just a little, you know, a step slow or a bad decision here or there. Expect that to kind of improve with more minutes as the season progresses. But overall, happy with Noel. And hopefully he earns a a full contract for the rest of the season, you know, more than just this 10-day because the Nets look different when they have a true backup center. And that's what they did have tonight. Over to Joe Harris, continues, you know, to shoot well. And Joe Harris is – More of an impactful basketball player when he knocks down shots because that's his best skill. And obviously the other skills have suffered due to injury. And that three-point shot is falling down. It can outweigh a lot of those bad things. And I think not only is the three-point shot falling down, but he's also doing a better job of relocating and looking comfortable taking these shots. Finished four of eight from the field, four of seven from three, one rebound, two assists, two steals, plus 18. And just, again, a, a really solid night for Joe Harris. Seth Curry in this one, you know, efficient scoring, 12 points, four of six from the field, 0-1 from three, 4-4 from the free throw line, three rebounds, two assists, one steal. Um, You know, Seth was able to have some impact offensively. I still think him running the second unit at times can be difficult. Um, And Obviously, his lack of creation and separation that he can create. But also, at times, you can see his kind of score-first mentality where He's starting the possession, and he's ending the possession within the first eight seconds of the shot clock. So finding a balance there, and obviously was got minutes over Cam Thomas and Edmund Sumner, who played zero minutes in this game. Also, Yuta Watanabe played zero minutes, zero minutes for Dayron, and Patty Mills as well. So Vaughn went with just Cam Johnson, Dorian Finney-Smith, Claxton, Bridges, Dinwiddie, Noel, O'Neal, Harris, and Curry. The Nets have three games in the next four nights. This was the first of them. We'll see how Vaughn manages the rotation in the minutes with all of that uh, over the course of you know, the next couple games. But overall, again, just happy the Nets took care of business. We were down in the dumps after a couple blowout losses, and it's nice to see the Nets just take care of business, get a win, and see some progress. You know, I think there's still some concern with the offense and the starting lineup and how it can get stagnant, and guys look – hesitant to be aggressive or kind of make the decision for the team. I think as it pro- the season progresses and we head to the postseason, they need to lean more into being Mikel Bridges' team and you know giving him a lot of touches. And as I mentioned earlier, it's not necessarily him finishing every possession, but making sure he touches the basketball should have a positive impact on the rest of the team given how teams are starting to you know defend him from a team defense perspective. But really, that wraps it up for this one. Big thanks, everybody, for listening. Make sure you check the Buzz on all streaming platforms.
2: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance.